Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I am your host, Michael Filipkowski, and joining us once again here today is Thomas Ladosi. Thomas, welcome back to The Master Plan. Hi, Mike. It's great to be here. So as I'm sure everyone knows by this point, we'll be talking about Tim Tebow today. And, and to most people, this might seem like a weird topic because usually I cover bigger names in sports. Uh, people who played really more than one year in in, in in a league. But Tim Tebow, man, he, he was incredible. Um, that 2011 season was, was remarkable. Um, and so we're going to kind of go through pretty much – we're going to talk about that season. We're talking about our thoughts on Tim Tebow on whether, you know – could have had a better career or longer career or this, this, and that, kind of the opinions of the rest of the sports world on him. Um, so this should this will be interesting for sure. Um, so let's let's get right into it. So let's set the stage a little bit because I think that that's really important um, for Tim Tebow. We're talking about this season, the 2011 season. So we didn't start out as, as the starter. Um, he, I think he – I think – I think he came in in the fifth game. I don't know if he came in. in the, I think he came in in the fifth game. But so the story was Kyle Orton was a starter f- through the first five games, I believe. Um, and they were one and four uh, with with Kyle Orton. So it was not it was not a very good start. And they were not lo- they were losing a lot of games um, to some not not so great teams as well. Um, so, you know, after after a disappointing loss. You know, and and some bad play, they put Tebow in. So Tebow was a draft pick, and and you know, Thomas, the 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 Broncos gave up a lot for Tim Tebow in that draft, and they gave up a yeah, lot. Yeah, no, it was incredible. They traded up into the first round to get him, and you know, I'm pretty sure at the time, no one really expected him to be picked that early. You know, even in college, he was an incredibly polarizing prospect. And just the Broncos making that move to get him, it was a shock to everyone. Yeah, John Elway, John Elway making that move was 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 very surprising. Um, so so a, a lot of people's criticism with Tim Tebow was that he wasn't the best thrower, and I think that that's I as one hundred percent true was not he was not a great thrower. Um, and and you know he wasn't really his arm talent was was very very was bad even I would say. I mean, he looked terrible in practices and, and that's why I think Kyle Orton was a starter at the beginning of the season. Um because Tim Tebow just looked so bad in practices because, you know, so much of his game is based on the fact that he just kind of goes with the flow of the game. Like whatever's going on in the game, he plays like the game. He he does he he improvises a lot and that's a huge part of his game. So I think that that really hurt him when when we go into practices, right? And Tim Tebow, you know, looks terrible because you know a lot of his success is built off of his ability to improvise, right? And and so I think you know, so I think his first start was against the Miami Dolphins in week week seven after a bye week, um, and and they were down the 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 Broncos were down 15-0 in the fourth quarter of that game. They were down 15-0. And there was like five minutes left on the clock. And Tim Tebow takes a team. They drive down. They score a touchdown. They get the onside kick. Drive down again. Score a touchdown. Get the two-point conversion. And then in overtime, Matt Prater, they go down the field. 
Uh, after Miami gets the ball, Matt Prater goes down, and they go down the field. Matt Prater kicks a kicks a field goal to win the game, eighteen to fifteen. And so that was the start of of like the Tim Tebow legacy, really. You know, wasn't it, Thomas? I mean that that game against the Miami Dolphins was was the start of it. You know. Yeah, no, that that definitely kicked things off. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. a fifteen point comeback in the fourth quarter, no matter who orchestrates it, is a right. pretty incredible feat. And if that's the way you're starting your uh, first real chance in the NFL. You know that's definitely going to get you some headway or some headlines. Right, and so I think that I think that what a lot of people say, you know, Tim Tebow, he was a terrible quarterback. You know, fifty, you know, fifty minutes of the sixty-minute game, sometimes even more. I mean, he was a god-awful quarterback in that Miami game for fifty-five minutes. You know, he was a, you know, against against the New York Jets. He was he was he played awful. He had I think he had like like four completions in into the fourth quarter, but. But the defense, and now the Broncos' defense this season was was incredible. Um, but it wasn't very good under Kyle Orton. I mean, they you know they gave up forty nine points to the Packers. They get, I mean, they they were not holding these teams to the same level of, of points that they that the that the Broncos were holding them when Tim Tebow was the quarterback. So I think that to say that Tim Tebow also inspired this team, like he made this team much, much better like overall because unlike Kyle Orton, I think the team felt that they have a, they had a chance to win with Tim Tebow. Don't you think so? Oh, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. I think Tebow was a big, you know, rallying point for the team. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the – a lot, you know, he's – one thing that Tebow did have going for him is he's a great leader. I mean, even going back to his college days in Florida – Mm-hmm. You know, especially with that big, that famous speech he made at the, after they lost. Right. And I think that was a real big, um, you know, big part in his success early on. Right. Right. And and so I mean I don't know. A lot of people, you know, when they talk about Tim Tebow, they'll look at his stats and they'll say this dude was terrible. But when you watched him play at the end of those games, when you watched him actually play. The stuff that he did did not show up on stat sheets. The stuff that he was able to do by extending the play, by getting out of the pocket, by running the ball. The way he ran the ball, he ran the ball tougher than any quarterback I've ever seen. He would he would take hits. He was a big dude. And so I think that what he did was absolutely remarkable. He had five fourth quarter comebacks in a season when I think he started – I think he might, might have started like – I think he started eleven games, maybe not including yeah. the playoffs. That's that's in, that's insane, right? That you have five. He took a terrible, terrible team, right? A terrible Broncos team that was one and four, and he got them into the playoffs with a difficult schedule at eight and eight, and and it, it was it was remarkable that he was able to do this. So I think that what you have to look at is look at the W column under Tim Tebow. He had a lot of wins as a quarterback, you know, in his in effectively his rookie season wasn't, you know, so I mean, this was his first real season in the NFL, right? And quarterbacks really aren't supposed to be, you know, some quarterbacks just really aren't that good in their first season. And Tim Tebow win column versus loss column was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. I mean, he led the team to to a playoff berth. He led. He won the division. He swept the division on the road. Which is unheard of today, to 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 do that. Which is, I mean, 
Uh, and Thomas, you know any other team that sweeps their division rivals on the road? Uh, the only teams that I can remember doing that was, I think there was a Patriots team a couple years ago, maybe 2016, they went undefeated on the road, but you know, that was one of the greatest teams of the century. Mm-hmm. That was it. And, you know, for Tim Tebow to do something that only a team like that could do, it tells you that, you know, there's something there. Right. I mean, you know, he beat the Raiders 38-24. Then he beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City 17-10. And he beat the San Diego Chargers in overtime 16-13. So that's no that's no easy feat for a rookie, for, for a quarterback playing in his first games ever to, to go into a terrible situation, right, and, and perform super, super well. And, you know, the reason why they were 8-8, eight and eight, by the way, um, it wasn't because, you know, they, they – I mean, they played the, the Patriots twice that season. That's not an easy team to play by any – you know, they played them once in the divisional round, but they played them once in the regular season. Um, and they, you know, I mean, they got beat. The defense had 41 points. You know, Tim Tebow put up 23 points in that game. That's a lot of points. And with a good defense, they should have been able to. So what I'm saying is that Tim Tebow not only made the offense better, he made the whole team better, right? And and they won a lot of games with Tim Tebow, right? And they got to the playoffs. So I, I'd like to talk about something else, though, because I think that this is really, really important. Um, you, Thomas, you remember um, when, when, when it would become Tebow time in games? Do you, do you remember when that would kind of start? Um, yeah, I I remember, you know, the game, it would be close, you know, maybe it was two-score game, one-score game, it may be like 10 minutes left in the fourth. I don't know, you just saw a look in Tebow's eyes, you knew he was going to do something. Right. You didn't know what it was, but you knew something was coming. Right. So, I'd I like to bring up something. So, the, back back in 2011, each, every, after every game, there was these things called game stories, and it, and it was on ESPN, right? And these game stories... Um, you know, there were like highlights of the game, told the story of the game, blah, 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 blah. Tim Tebow's games, I believe, were getting three times the downloads. Maybe it was more. I don't know. They were getting far more downloads than any other game in the NFL. Consistently, Tim Tebow's games. Because people love this dude. And I think what hurt Tim Tebow in the long run was 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 his religion. In the game and now, because he made that a very, uh, it was a very big focal point of his game. Right after every sw- time he scored a touchdown, he did, you know, he had the kneel and you know, did the I forget what it was called. Was it what he had the spe- specific name for it? What was it? Tom? I think it was just called the Tebow. Right, it was just called the Tebow. And yeah. and so I think that that ended up hurting him in the long run um, because you know some people, I don't know, I don't know because I feel like people might have been polarized by it. But this dude was was really really good, and so and so people but people also love to watch him play. Like he was one of the most entertaining people to watch play because of you knew that no matter you know what the score was, if if Tebow had the ball, he could win that game. He could win that game no matter how awful he had been playing in the first. However many minutes, you know what I'm saying, Thomas. Like no matter how oh, yeah. how oh, yeah. bad he was playing, I mean five fourth quarter comebacks in overtime in fourth in fourth quarter overtime, that's unheard of. That is unheard of. Um, so anyway, so we're gonna continue this after we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna continue this after the break. Um, and and you know 
we'll see. We'll, we'll catch you on the other half of the break. Welcome back after the break. Um, so we, you know, I think I think we were at, uh, you know, we were talking about the regular season, but I think it's crucial that we talk about this playoff game against the Steelers because rookie quarterbacks often in the playoffs not the best. Um, you know, I mean, young quarterbacks, it, it's a big pressure moment, um, and typically the hype sometimes gets to be too much, uh, and that happens a lot, and and that's understandable. Um, pretty much for any quarterback besides Tom Brady, I think, you know, <laughs> um, big moments. But Tim Tebow. So so the Steelers go in go into the uh go into my uh mile high. Um I didn't think they had a chance because the Steelers are a real team. That's Ben Roethlisberger. that's a real Steelers team. I think they I think they might they either went I think they probably went ten and six that season. I think the Bengals probably won the division. So the Steelers going to my high. I, I didn't think, I didn't think Tim Tebow could do what he did in the regular season in the playoffs because it's the Steelers are a real team. They're going to put up real points. It's going to be real tough overall. So, you know, but that game, that game, you know, Thomas, walk us through that game a little bit. So, my memory of this game, I actually watched it in a um, in a sports bar with my dad. Me took me out to dinner. I think because after baseball game and we were just watching it on the TV and, you know, it, it was something to watch. I mean, after the first quarter, Pittsburgh was up. They had a pair of field goals. And in the second quarter, Tebow just went off. He passed Eddie Royal 30 yard touchdown. Then he mm-hmm. ran for one. And I think they got a couple field goals in there. And then before you know it, heading into halftime, the Broncos were up 20 to six. Right. And, you know, Tebow was rolling. Right, right. And so, and then, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter, they slowed down a little bit. Um, but I think they were up 23 to 23 to 16, I believe. Um, and then, you know, Steelers go down the field, um, you know, and with pretty much no time remaining, they, they you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger throws a touchdown pass and we're going overtime, baby. And... I, I'm pretty sure at this point, no one thought the game was going to be as close as it was. Um, no one thought that the Broncos actually had a shot in this game, um, especially because given the defense giving up that many points, they didn't think that Tim Tebow would be able to put. So, overtime. Oh, this is this is the greatest overtime play I've ever seen. I think it beats out the Larry Fitzgerald um, a, a, a NFC Divisional against the Packers. Um, I think I think it. I think this is the greatest overtime play of all time. And I want to take people through it because I think that it's more than than just Demarius Thomas being an absolute beast. So, Tim, so it's first and ten. I think they're at like the twenty yard line or whatever. Um, so it's a blitz, right? Because the safety's coming down, right? And so you got the linebackers pushing up, and you know it's a big push against the the the, the Broncos' offensive line. Tim Tebow gets a snap, sees Demarius Thomas running that slant. Sees the opening, makes a beautiful read, beautiful throw, leads Demarius Thomas just enough so that Demarius Thomas hits him. He hits him in stride, and the game's over. The game's over. And just like that, the Broncos beat the Steelers in a wild card game that I don't think anyone thought they had a chance in. I mean, no people thought that Tim Tebow was terrible. They didn't think that he could win a playoff game. And and they beat the Steelers, and it sounded to me. Um, and then the next week they go to New England and get absolutely killed. But 
That's I think that's secondary. Because they played so, so well in that game against the Steelers, right? And I thought there was a lot to build off of from that game. Didn't you, Thomas? Like, look, watching that game, didn't you feel like they look good? I mean, this is his first season. You know, next season, who knows, right? Did you feel a little bit of that after that game? Yeah, no, I was definitely excited to see what Tebow could do. You know, I, I really thought, you know, that he was going to be one of those guys. I, I honestly thought that, you know, today he might be still with the Broncos at that time, you know, because mm-hmm. I was just all excited. You know, Tebow mania. Tebow mania game. swept the nation. Mm-hmm. Swept the nation. I, I was ready for it. Yeah. Um, but then they cut him, and Tebow never went on to play anywhere else. I thought that Jacksonville, a team that was terrible, should have picked. I thought there were so many teams that were so bad that needed a, a, a quarterback. And I was like, Tim Tebow could go to any of these places. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And for me, I, I was astounded because I was like, why? He was great. You know, I, it doesn't – it doesn't really matter about stats. He won the game. That's what football's about, winning the game. Yeah, sure, it wasn't pretty. But they won they won the game. I don't understand. So that's so that's kind of what I didn't understand. And 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 you know, I, I think it's I think it's bad to focus solely on the wins. But I think it's important to A focus on the wins, B the comeback wins, and C the fact that this dude was playing in his, you know, first real season in the NFL. So wh- why are expectations so high for him to be, you know, a star quarterback from the get-go? I didn't understand that. I felt that Tim Tebow should have been given a shot. I felt that he was good. I felt that he was good enough to be a starter for next season, given off how he played. Um, I thought the offense wasn't that good anyways. I mean, I thought that, you know, they, uh, Demarius Thomas was good, but – he was still getting better, and Eric Decker was good, but you know he was you know he was you know going into his prime a little bit. Um, and the running game wasn't that strong, and I didn't believe the offensive line was anything special. The defense was really good, but I felt that you know with a little bit a better supporting cast, I felt that Tim Tebow, you know, with his him being a lefty and his toughness and his running ability, combined with a decent arm and decent throwing ability in games when it counts. I felt that he had a place in the NFL uh, back in 2011. But what I think we learned now today is that Tim Tebow's game fits today's NFL, I would say, a lot better than the NFL of 2011. What do you think about that, Thomas? Oh, I agree. I mean, I think today coaches are definitely more open to mobile quarterbacks. You know, there's been a slow increase in the amount. I think, you know a coach definitely would have been more inclined to really buy into Tebow and give it his all and really design an offense around him. And, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's just sad that we never got to see, you know, a full-on Tebow time offense built around right. his ability to run. Right, right. You know, I mean, when you look at his stats, he had 12, 12 passing touchdowns, six interceptions. You know, I mean, he had, you know, he, I think he lost six fumbles. Was not good. You know, stats wise, but the NFL of today, you know, you look at Patrick Mahomes, a bit like Patrick Mahomes is all about getting outside the pocket, making plays with his legs, making plays with his arm. Um, I think Tim Tebow, while Tim Tebow's arm is nowhere near as special as Patrick Mahomes is, 
I think that Tim Tebow was able to do with more with his legs. He was a tougher quarterback than I think we've seen in the NFL for a long time. You know, he, he took a lot of hits, you know, and he powered through them all. You know, you know, goal line sim, whatever it was, he would power through the hits. And, and so I think that his play style would fit today's NFL a lot better just because of, you know, how, how, how good at improvising and ad-libbing he was. And so I think that Tim Tebow might not have been a fault of an organization or of himself, but maybe of just the time period and when he played. Because I think you put a guy like Tim Tebow in the league today, I think I think he succeeds. I think he's a starting quarterback for you know at least at least three years. Um, and and you know we really don't know how what Tebow's ceiling was. Like I think he had a really really high ceiling because what he showed on the field was he had sparks of greatness and he had you know you know other terrible throws. So. I think that he had a really high ceiling and I'd like to see it more developed. Um, But we never really got a chance to see that. So I think that if Tim Tebow were in the league today, I think he would find much more success in terms of just like playing time. Now, what do you think about that, Thomas? I I definitely agree. I mean, I think... I, I just think that the the modern NFL offense has evolved even in the 10 years since Tebow was tearing it up. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see all the RPOs and college concepts that he was so good at running in Florida. They're right. all over the league now. Well, I mean, they were the and, first. They were the first know, spread just... option offense like ever in the league. The first team ever to do that. Mm-hmm. And and you know, obviously back then it was like, oh, this new college style of football doesn't work. But now we see teams, you know, doing that, doing even crazier things than that. So I mean, look at the 49ers. Their their offense is is incre- incredible, and it's spread. It's, I, I believe it's a spread offense. I think that's what it is. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I think that I think that he was just a victim of his time. Uh, you know what? If you and 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 when when you talk about Tim Tebow, don't talk about his stats. Go and watch the games, and and and, and you don't even have to watch the whole game. Go to the fourth quarter. Go to the last 10 minutes of most games, and that's the Tebow that could have been. Right. If you go to the last time, you'll see what could have been, you know, because um, stats don't reflect the stuff that he did during plays. They don't they don't reflect what he was able to do during the game. And and if you go and watch the throws that he was making, the runs that he, you know, the way he was running the ball. It's incredible. It's remarkable. Um, so I encourage you all to do that because I think that he's a really special player. Um, or was a really special player and and an incredible athlete and you know really brought a lot of excitement to the NFL that season I would say because I remember that season that was that was a crazy crazy season every Tebow mania literally swept the nation every people who were sports fans you know everywhere you'd see you'd see t- people Tebowing everywhere um, it was crazy Thomas any final thoughts um, you know I just think Tebow is one of those big what ifs. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm definitely thankful for, you know, the Tebow that we got to see. And, you know, he's one of those players that I'm never going to. Thomas, know. any final thoughts on uh, Tim Tebow? Well, you know, I think Tim Tebow, you know, he was uh, one of my favorite players to watch back in the day. You know, he's an incredible story, an incredible football player. And, 
you know, if you've never seen him play before, you've never had that opportunity, uh, go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, he. It, it's fun to watch. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Obviously, thank you for Thomas for joining us once again here today. Um, it's a pleasure to have him as always. And and you know, we'll, we're gonna come out with some more exciting with some more exciting content soon. Um, so you know, be be prepared for that. Um, you know, thank you for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. And uh, you know, look out for the next episode to drop. All right. That's it for today, and uh, you'll hear me in the next one.